Greetings and welcome to the Ignatian Year podcast. I'm Professor H.J. Dunmore, and I'm here with Father Timothy Brown. And today we're discussing Advent and some of the parallels and how we can connect it modern to life, but also at the same time, wisdom keys that you'll be able to take with you and be able to apply it to your everyday life. Father Brown? Advent, a very short season liturgically, four weeks leading up to Christmas, the key weeks, a time of waiting, of hope, of expectation, a possibility, waiting for the Messiah. In many ways, playing the role of the Old Testament prophets, especially Isaiah, who had a way of getting us to really look at our world from the point of view pre-Jesus Christ, being aware that he did come, but having this time to imagine what if he hadn't come. So Advent has an RSVP to it. We can respond to the invitation, the RSVP, but the RSVP comes in a whisper, in a very gentle kind of quiet way. And sometimes we miss that whisper or we're not aware of the gentle kind of nudging of the spirit. And sometimes we're very aware of the whisper and we want very desperately to RSVP to that whisper. But there's so many competing voices and sounds they sometimes get in the way of both the listening and the response. But as I said, Isaiah says it well, the first word in that RSVP is comfort. And if you've ever listened to the spectacular Handel's Messiah, that very beginning, it's really worth listening to in these Advent days, comfort ye comfort ye. And isn't that what we need to hear these challenging days? As Isaiah says, the crooked, straight, and rough places made plain. In a world like ours, we once were hopeful. The crooked ways of our leaders in the past and the crooked places of our quarantines, even our dreams, even this year, have been disrupted. So we're desperate for a new sense of comfort, of consolation, of a deep peace that only, really only Christ can give us. And we pray during this Advent season, never, never, never to accept the unacceptable, never accept the worst, but be aware, yes, we have been redeemed. Yes, we have been saved. Yes, we have someone who became who we are so that we could become who he is. And isn't that a great template for our, for our Christian way or our way, whatever our faith life is, in the way in which each of us has the opportunity to share that message and to pray, loving God, shake us, shake us these days back to our senses, our better angels, our better sense of our being, for others, men and women, for and with others. A time in this Ignatian year to allow a transformation, a reset to take place. And I always think of the time of Advent as a time to look up at the stars and look at, at the sky and be aware in so many ways of the way in which God's light shines upon the earth. 
and how God scattered holy sparks all over the world, the very beginning of time. So whenever you pray with Advent hope, with Advent expectation, your words are attracted to a God who sends forth those holy sparks in your names, in your approach, in the ways in which the world becomes much more bright and lit with holy expectation. Literally, your prayers propel it to the heavens like the brilliance of the stars. And there's a sparkling that takes place. So words and sound and invitation and listening. In a prayer, a poem by someone from a very different tradition, from the Hindu tradition, Tagore. He prayed, let your love play upon my voice and rest on my silence. That silence, that Advent silence, let us pass through my heart all the love, all the stars, all the shining in the darkness. Let it burn my desires, my hopes for 2022. In so many ways, the glory of the Lord is manifest, not only in Handel's Messiah, but in all the ways in which we enjoy our families and our time together, especially this year, when many of us haven't been home for a long, long time. It's a great, great poet, Seamus Heaney, who talks about history and hope and happens to be the favorite poem of President Biden. I know he's committed this whole poem to part where Seamus says, history says, don't hope on the side of the grave. But then once in a lifetime, the long four tidal wave of justice can rise up and hope and history rhyme. Isn't that what Dr. King told us about riding the arc of justice in the world? And maybe that sense of a new hope, a new history. And at the end of <clears throat> Heaney's prayer poem, talking of new life in the year to come, saying it means once in a lifetime that justice can once again rise up in this brilliant, beautiful final line of his poem, and hope and history rhyme. To think about hope and history rhyming, being in sync, and all the ways in which we can contribute to that historical new hope in our new ways in 2022. So as the brilliant and beautiful Baptist minister, poet, writer, Howard Thurman penned a poem for Christmas, suggesting we all light certain candles this Advent season, candles of joy, despite all the sadness surrounding us, candles of hope, where despair sometimes gets the best of us especially candles of courage to fight off, stave off those fears that sometimes get in the way of our dreams and hopes, expectations. Candles of peace for these tempest-tossed days. Candles of grace to be aware, not only that RSVP invitation, but the way in which grace literally is everywhere, almost like a flurry of snowflakes in our life that 
All we have to do is notice and catch and allow that grace to take on a life of its own. Always, always advent candles of love to inspire us to our better selves. And candles this season that will burn all year long. The idea of RSVP and the asking to respond. I think about silence and I think that there's an incredible power in silence. I've learned this and learned this through a lot of things with our discussions and things you taught me as well. And there's that idea of being still and knowing that I am God. And it's very, very important to be still. And in this season of being still, in this season of reflection, you know, being aware of the redemption, as you mentioned, and that idea of understanding that we can become even greater versions of ourselves. And as that candle, I think about that holy spark, as you mentioned. I think about revelation light and the revelation light that lights within. So that light that's within us that reveals the parts of us that are even waiting, that are waiting for us to respond, and then we activate it, and it moves into an even greater possibility because that light that is within, we're like prisms. So that light begins to shine outwards to others, and we make impact. And I'm very excited about this new season. Some call it the new year. I call it a new season as the season of the Advent and the season of reflection on the birth of Christ and the many, many understandings that people reflect upon as relates to respective religions. But just understanding that in this new life, this new year, this new opportunity to come, then this opportunity for us to be able to shine our light upon others. As you light your candle during this season, whether you're actually figuratively or to the same time, just taking time to reflect and remember those areas, those points in life that as you shine your light upon it, remember the great things that took place and reflection, remembering the things that allow you to become your greater versions of yourself. And as you light your candle, consider the great things that are ahead in this new season. This is something that is very, very important. And there's an RSVP. And some of you, even as you're listening, probably the Holy Spirit's even speaking to you now. Your subconscious is speaking to you. And it's asking you to respond. And everybody responds in their own special way. But indeed, this is a time of reflection, and this is a time of response. And as you respond you will also get revelation. And at the same time, you'll get direction and you'll get the comfort that comes from the Holy Spirit that allows you to truly operate in a manner that allows you to be the best version of yourself. This has been the Ignatian Year podcast. H.J. Dunmore, Father Timothy Brown. Thank you, Father Brown, for the great wisdom. I know it's been very impactful for me just in this conversation and some things that I'm going to reflect on as well. And it's my prayer the same for others. Thank you.